Hello, and welcome back to the Be Powerful Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Powell. As always, I'm super grateful for you listening to the show. Today, I got a notification that says that I've had 500 listens. That's a huge win. I'm pumped. We're on episode number 10. Couldn't have done it without you, and I'm so grateful. Have you ever found yourself stuck in a cycle of negative thoughts, self-doubt, and missed opportunities? If you answered yes, then you are not alone. In this next episode, we'll explore the power of your thoughts and the importance of separating ourselves from them and practical strategies to reclaim our personal power. This is a solo episode with just me, and I'm really excited for you to have a listen. So let's get into it. And welcome to the Be Powerful Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Powell. And I'm so grateful that I didn't just knock over my mic when I did that finger point. Little story about that. That is the Be Powerful signature uh, wind up with a finger right in your face. And uh, I don't really know where it came from, to be honest. Like, I just did it one day on Instagram. And then it just felt really good. I probably had like 15 cups of coffee. And I think I was microdosing mushrooms. And yeah, it just felt really great. So I was like, you know what, we're going with this. And here we are like two years later. It's, uh, it's really becoming a thing. So that's cool. Also, this is my 10th episode of the podcast. I wanted to thank everyone who is still hanging on and supporting me and listening to me talk. I really hope that it's getting better and better each time. I feel like I'm getting better and better. Uh, today, I started off with a little dance party before I got on the mic. I did some singing. I did some little like tongue twister things where you say like really difficult things to say like, um, what was it? 11 benevolent elephants. Shout out to Sean McDevitt, one of my great mentors. I uh, asked him today, I was like, hey, what are some things you do before your podcast? Because he's an incredible podcast host. Shout out to his podcast, Shots to the Dome. Um, an amazing one. So check that out. I'll be sure to put it in the show notes as well. Yeah, I was just asking him some things that he does. And he was saying he does that. It helps you to get more kind of in the flow of opening your mouth and enunciating and everything when you talk. So yeah, just a little uh, just a little tidbit there. Anyways, uh, today's episode, we are going to talk about self-sabotage. So funny story, yesterday I tried to film a podcast and for whatever reason, I was just feeling a little bit, my person, my person was feeling a little bit depressed. I, when I say my person, I mean me, but I don't like to say I in front of words like depressed. It doesn't, uh, doesn't really serve me and it's just kind of, you know, putting that out into the universe and we don't need any of that. So yeah, my, my person was experiencing some uh, low energy and fear and depression yesterday. And I recorded like 17 minutes of this episode. And my energy was so dark and depressing and just kind of a little bit hopeless almost. And like, I was just saying a lot of different things that were like, I was just putting so much like negativity about myself, like into the universe. And it was really weird. And I got really like 
just kind of down on myself and I shut down. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm just not going to have a podcast this week. But I got some inspiration from some of my podcasting friends and I did some things that helped me um, get out of my head, like breath work, cold plunge, hit a workout, went to work today, had a great day with my employees and the uh, customer that we were working for today. And just had a great day. And my energy is completely different today. Like it's completely different. You guys would have seen me yesterday and be like, dude, are you okay? But it's wild. And that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about in this episode is kind of what to do when you're feeling that self-sabotage energy. Self-sabotage. I like that. That might be the name of this episode. Also, another thing, I really did prepare for this podcast. Like yesterday, I didn't prepare at all. And I was just winging it like I normally do. And I'm, I'm pretty good at winging things. I've always been kind of an intuitive, impulsive person. I do a lot better when I prepare. So I spent about an hour or so on uh, some notes today. Let me know what you guys think. Definitely uh, feel like this episode is going to offer a lot of value and hopefully it's a little bit more organized. So first things first, what is the point of this episode? And the point of this episode is my current season in life right now, I feel like I am resisting a little bit. I'm wanting to isolate and my person is wanting to stay small. I think I'm kind of experiencing that right now because it seems to be a pattern in my life where right around this time, like the weather changes, the sun starts going down earlier, something about the holidays coming up and stuff. It's just like, for whatever reason, like, you know, some might call it like seasonal depression, but I'm not going to identify with that. But in the past, my person has, has struggled during this time. And so I'm seeing that same pattern take place, but I'm not going to let it derail me. I'm not going to let it have the power that I have let it have over me in the past. Yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about self-sabotage, because I'm sure some of you guys experience this same sort of energy at times when, you know, your your fears and your insecurities and your, you know, lack of uh, worthiness is, is, is just attacking you. And a lot of times it can be really subconscious. So I'm going to provide you with some actionable steps to create some separation from self-sabotage. So when, you know, things, things crop up and you start getting in that energy and that mindset, I'm going to share some things with you that I do that help me to kind of reframe the narrative that's going on in my head and to really understand like where it's coming from. And another point of this episode is to be vulnerable with you and share my journey with you in hopes that you will relate with it and not feel so alone. So first things first, I'm going to start off with the definition, a long definition of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is a pattern of behaviors, thoughts, or actions that hinder a person's progress or well-being. It occurs when individuals often unconsciously, keyword unconsciously, undermine their own goals, success, or personal growth. This behavior can take many forms such as procrastination, self-doubt, negative self-talk, or engaging in harmful habits. 
Self-sabotage can manifest in various aspects of life, including relationships, career, health, and personal development. Some common examples of self-sabotage behavior include procrastination, delaying tasks or actions that are necessary to achieve one's goals, often resulting in missed opportunities or increased stress. So for me personally, I can relate to that a lot because I've always been a procrastinator. I've always lived in this narrative of like, I'm, it's not going to be good enough, so why even try? I really, I'm not really sure where that, where that whole thing came from, but it started at like a really young age. And when I was, when I was growing up, you know, I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I would compare myself to other people around me and I would always just view myself as like a little bit less, a little bit, not as smart, not as good looking, not as confident, not as um, athletic, whatever, you know, fill in the blank. So my tendency to procrastinate kind of came from a feeling of just unworthiness, feeling like I was gonna fuck it up anyway. So like, why even try? And then the more that I played out that narrative in my head, the more that it became a reality and it's actually really important to, to note that like I was creating my whole reality growing up because of my mindset, because I felt like I wasn't enough. It made everything in my life turn out that way. Something that I've learned as I overcome this self-limiting belief is that you literally create your reality with your thoughts. So you got to watch out for what you're telling yourself, what, what story is playing in your head and uh, yeah, what words are coming out of your mouth? You know, you're casting spells with your words. So the more that you say things like, I'm not even going to say them, but the more you say those things, the more that that becomes true. Um, so I developed a huge habit of procrastination and I'm sure some of you guys can relate. Another one, perfectionism setting unrealistically high standards for oneself and then becoming overwhelmed or discouraged when unable to meet those standards. So for me personally, I would, yeah, set really high standards. I compare myself to other people, um, that lack of, or that, that feeling of, of low self-worth always made me when I would, uh, when I would compare, when I would size myself up to somebody else, um, I was always, below them. I was like, you know, my standards are never going to meet. It's never going to be good enough, you know, but really it was just this idea that it had to be perfect. Like everyone else is perfect. So like, why would I not have to be perfect to make it? And so a lot of my life, I really just missed out on so many opportunities, so many just chances to put myself out there, you know, and like, just didn't do it because I just thought I wasn't perfect enough. And so maybe some of you guys can relate to that as well. A negative self-talk engaging in constant self-criticism, doubting one's abilities or having negative view of oneself, which can erode self-confidence. So yeah, like think about what types of things do you say 
about yourself? You know, like what does that internal dialogue look like? Because for me, for the longest time, my internal dialogue was so shitty. Like, it's amazing that some of the worst things that I've ever said in my life, I've said about myself. All right, I'm going to say that again. Some of the worst things that I've said in my life, I've said about myself. And I know that's relatable because we are our own worst critic. We are so hard on ourselves. It all kind of comes from, you know, the same place of like trying to be too perfect. And then you're just like, ah, I'm just not even going to try. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want people to see the real me. I don't want people to see that I, I suck at this or whatever, or I'm, I'm new at this. Um, so I'm just going to tell myself I'm a fucking piece of shit. And then I'm going to go, you know, harm myself in some sort of way or harm others or, you know, and so all of this self-sabotage behavior is really just a manifestation of the story that you're telling yourself. So what is that story? Think about that. Another thing is avoidance of success. So fear of success can lead to self-sabotage as individuals may fear the added responsibilities, attention, or expectations that come from achieving their goals. Hmm. Yeah, I can resonate big time with that. I've always feared success. I feared failure too, like not, not wanting to fail. And failure is really like such an important part of life. Like you have to fail in order to succeed. People that put themselves out there and they, they do things that not everybody does, right? Like starting a podcast or becoming an influencer on Instagram or starting a YouTube page or starting a business, like whatever it is, a lot of people just don't do it because they don't want to go through that phase of like failing. And yeah, you have to, you have to fail. Like failing is, is such a, is such a crucial part. Like if I didn't, like in 2020, when I started putting myself out there, I started making Instagram videos and stuff and like started posting fitness content. Like if I didn't, if I didn't do that and then quote unquote fail temporarily, like it's not that I failed. I just, I failed myself. Like I, I gave up on myself and I relapsed. I went back to my self harming behavior. I started listening to that story too strongly that story that I'm not enough, that story that I'm different, that story that my stuff's not good enough. And there is like, there is evidence to like support that, but all that evidence is just a story that I've made up in my head. Like I could look at someone's content on Instagram and I'm like, oh, well, theirs is so much better than mine. Well, that's my opinion, but also maybe it is, but maybe they've put a lot more time and energy into it, or they have some resources that I don't have right now. It's just wild how, how much you can, you can really just prevent yourself from everything. You can talk yourself out of everything if you're not careful. So yeah, just watch out for that. Shouldn't have a fear of, of success. Like just, just go for it. Don't, don't think about it so much. Don't, like you're going to fail. You're going to, you're going to fail. So like, why, you know, why even, 
bother thinking about it and going down the rabbit hole about it. Another example of self-sabotaging behavior is impulsive behaviors. So engaging in impulsive actions that are counterproductive to one's long-term goals, such as overspending, overeating, or substance abuse. Yep. Big one here. This is, this is my, uh, this is my story here. Like I always would just engage in impulsive behaviors to change the way that I was feeling. If I was feeling self-doubt, I was feeling fear, I was feeling worry or insecurity, whatever it is, imposter syndrome, like that's a big one. Feeling like I don't have what it takes to be what I'm trying to be. I would just immediately go to something to cope, whether that's excessive social media use or yeah, I guess overspending. Yeah. I've never been able to save money because I always buy stupid shit. So that's definitely, that's definitely one overeating for sure. Like I always find peace in eating. Really, I'm not hungry all the time. Like sometimes I am hungry. Sometimes my body does need food. But a lot of times it's just that I'm looking to change the way I feel. And so I go have a snack when I just ate an entire meal or something. And if, if you're unconscious of it, it's all, it's all just happening behind the scenes. You're not even realizing that you're doing this. And so having more like awareness around like, what am I doing this for? Substance abuse, huge one. Obviously, I found substances that made me feel less nervous, less uh, down on myself. They gave me this false sense of confidence. And I just took that and freaking ran with it. For the longest time, like substances were my vice for everything. That was how I got by. If I wasn't feeling right, pop a pill. If I wasn't able to feel like I could access the part of my brain that I needed to like accomplish something, take some psychedelics. You know, if I'm dealing with um, self-limiting beliefs, like drink about it, like all these different things that were just temporary forms of comfort that ended up totally self-sabotaging my whole journey. All right. Another one. This is, this will be the last one that we talk about and that's people pleasing. So prioritizing the needs and desires of others at the expense of one's own goals and well-being. So this is, this is also very relatable for me. Like I've always been somebody that like really cares about people and stuff, but I definitely noticed that a lot of times I will try to do something for somebody else or I'll check in with somebody else or I'll, yeah, just, just try to be, try to fix somebody else's problems so that I don't have to like look at my own shit or like work on my own stuff. So if you're a friend of mine and you feel like you haven't heard from me as much, know that that has nothing to do with our friendship or anything. It's literally just that I'm working on that part of myself. I'm working on that people pleasing and recognizing when I'm looking to somebody else to distract from my own needs. And it's a hard balance because like 
there's multiple friends coming to mind that I just haven't connected with in a while. And it's like, man, what if they think that I like don't care about them anymore or something? And it's like, it's not that at all. It's literally just that I'm diving deep into my own healing and personal growth right now. You know, I don't have time to connect the way that I, that I want to with everyone. Shout out to my friends. I love all you guys. Really appreciate all your support. And I know that you're behind the scenes rooting for me. All right. So let's talk about understanding and addressing self-sabotage. First things first, self-awareness. Like, where is this thought coming from? What, who is saying it, right? Is it me that's saying it? Probably not. Is it my higher conscious, like my higher self that knows what I'm capable of and knows who I am and, and knows that like my higher self loves me, you know, <laughs> like my higher self wouldn't say stuff like that about me. So like, where's it coming from? Is it somebody else's energy? A lot of times, like in a, in a past podcast, me and, um, it was in episode eight, me and Danielle were talking about energetic hygiene. So when you're feeling something that doesn't feel good, feels kind of icky, like, is it actually yours or is it somebody else's? Is it somebody around you? Is it somebody that you talked to? Is it somebody that you hugged? Is it somebody like whatever, you know, like think about it. For instance, like something that's coming to mind is like my coworkers, shout out to my coworkers, but like we all have energy, right? And sometimes my energy might rub off on them. Their energy might rub off on me. It can affect the way that I'm feeling and the way that I'm talking to myself or whatever. A lot of the time, it's, it's never like, you know, say somebody says something to you that just kind of rubs you wrong a little bit and then it throws you off. And then you're, you know, going down the rabbit hole of, of self-defeating thoughts and like having the awareness that like, maybe that wasn't personal. Maybe they're going through something and they just, they just showed up wrong. You know, we're human. We're, we're, we're navigating this really complicated experience of life. And sometimes we, say the wrong things or we react to a situation in, in a, in a less than optimal way that, that we would have liked to, like we just come up short and hurt somebody's feelings or something, you know, it wasn't personal. It was just that person. They were just having a day and they accidentally said something that rubbed you wrong. Or sometimes it feels really personal. You're like, Oh no, that, that came from a personal place. Like that was something that you, you were really trying to like get at me and like, that's okay too. That doesn't define you just because somebody poked you in a place that, you know, really does trigger you. That doesn't define you. That doesn't, it doesn't make you like, just because you, I don't know, like, it's trying to think of like an example, like something I did in my past or something and somebody brought it up and like, you know, really makes a comment about it, just associates me with that person that I, that I was in the past or something in my head. I'm like, well, fuck man, maybe I am that way. Maybe I just will always be that way. And, you know, I start going down this rabbit hole and it's like, no, you got to grab yourself. You got to, you got to be like, no, I know that I am better. I have the awareness that, that I'm creating positive change in my life and I'm, and I'm moving to a new place. I'm, I'm 
I'm in a new consciousness now where, where that, those types of things don't affect me anymore. Just having the awareness around like nine times out of 10, it's, it could have come from so many other places than like a, a personal attack or whatever, whatever, whatever the situation is. Self-sabotage can come in so many different forms, but you guys get what I'm saying. Another thing, self-reflection. What past experiences is this story coming from? Like who hurt you? Who said something like this kind of ties in with the self-awareness? Like, was it personal? So really like reflecting on it and like sitting with it and being like, okay, like, why am I thinking, why am I having this self-defeating thought about myself? Did I fail in this area in the past? So now I'm just assuming that it's just going to be that way always. Like identifying where that narrative is coming from. Another thing is seeking help from a therapist, mentor, or coach. So I've been, I've been pretty blessed that I've had, I mean, I was about to say, I've been pretty blessed that I've been to rehab eight times, but I've been pretty, <laughs> I've been pretty blessed that I have spent a lot of time in treatment because I've had a lot of time to reflect and to get help from therapists and addiction counselors. And also in the real world, I've had a lot of mentors and coaches and people that really help me to understand like where these different, these different thoughts are coming from. I think that so much of self-sabotage is just understanding where it's coming from, having the awareness that it's, it's a story. It's just like you, you have these thoughts, right? You have all different kinds of thoughts and like your thoughts can, can range from really great things about the world and about yourself, or it can be really dark. You know, it can be really hopeless and hurtful and triggering and stuff. So it's, it's really having that awareness that like, you're going to have thoughts, but like, you're not your thoughts. You are, you are very far away from your thoughts. The more distance that you can create from your thoughts, the better, the more that you can get up here into, you know, your higher consciousness and not down here in your thoughts, the better off you're going to be. Shout out to, you know, all the mentors and coaches and therapists and addiction counselors and everything that I've had that have helped me to understand that. Right. All right. Wrapping up here, identifying the underlying causes of self-sabotaging behavior, fear of failure or success. We already talked about that. Low self-esteem, having low self-esteem can cause so many issues like believing that you're just not enough and stuff like that's a really that's a really dangerous mindset to have so if you can just tell yourself that you are enough and do things to take better care of yourself and you know i always talk about self-care and just like doing these self-care routines and having a, a practice of movement and exercise, like doing something that involves pushing your body. And 
you know, doing all these different things that are going to help you to, you know, have higher self-esteem and have more confidence. So as far as like the story that plays in your head, like the, the narrative that plays in your head, you really need to identify what that is, where it's coming from and change it reframe it completely. So for me, like I have this, uh, this story that plays in my head that tells me that I'm awkward. I'm a loser. I'm not enough. I'm a drug addict. I'm always had difficulties in life. So I'm just always going to different. I'm not as smart. I'm illiterate, whatever the fuck that means. I think that means what I'm trying to say, like, can't talk very well, (laughs) which everybody tells me I'm really well-spoken. So I appreciate that. But my whole self-sabotage energy always tells me I'm not, but yeah. So really like identify like what story you're telling yourself, what narrative is playing in the background and totally change that. Because you have the power to change that through just your words. And recalling times in your life that you've had some really awesome accomplishments, you've done great things, like just thinking about all the different times in your life where, like, because we always have, you know, great moments in life where we're like, man, like, wow, I'm doing so good. I feel so good in my own skin. Like, everything's going great. Like, life just feels right. I feel like I've found myself or whatever, you know, like go back to those moments and just like really marinate in that and try to try to embody that feeling instead of listening to that radio station in your head that tells you you suck. All right. Three things that you can do next time you're feeling self-sabotage energy. What I like to do is pause and be present. To really feel it, really just allow yourself to sit in it. You can sit down, you can go for a walk, whatever you're doing, just drop your phone, turn off music, turn off all the different distractions and just be present with it. Really listen to it and question where it's coming from, question who's saying it. What story is it coming from? What part of your past is it coming from? Process it and really think and and go down the rabbit hole of like, where is this thought coming from? And really try to pinpoint it like, okay, yeah, I remember like this is coming from that time when I, whatever, farted in math class or something, you know, just like really, uh, (laughs) really just try to um, see where it's coming from. And then, (laughs) that's awesome. Um, Take action and direct the energy elsewhere. So like, (laughs) still laughing at that. I'm such a little kid, dude. I love farts. Farts are so funny. Take action and direct the energy elsewhere. So get out of your head and do something that creates presence. So go for a walk. Go help somebody else. Get out of yourself. Call a friend. Go to the gym, do an ice bath or a cold shower. Cold shower works too. Do some breath work, like really connect with your breath and just breathe and really just 
think about where else could I put this energy? And just put it into your breath. Just start taking deep breaths and really just channeling that energy elsewhere. Getting out of your head is huge. You can get out of your, like one of my favorite ways to get out of my head is to help somebody else. Get out of my shit and go do something for somebody else. That helps so much. Lastly, rewrite the narrative. Recall moments that support your worthiness. So like think about times in your life that you've done really great things, right? Like my buddy, Sean, I mentioned him earlier, who has who has the podcast. Is, he's a mentor in my life. And he taught me this thing called the Smile File. And it's basically a folder on his phone that just has all kinds of different screenshots of like text messages that people have sent to him. He's a coach, you know, so stuff that clients have said to him that really reinforce the fact that he's a great dude and he's doing a good job of what he's doing and he's really helping people and saving lives and, and really helping people transform he reads those things when he's feeling, you know, down on himself. Find some way, like the smile file is a great, is a great tool. I do it as well. Any, any like, you know, positive things that people say to me, I always repost them on Instagram. I always take screenshots and put them in my smile file so that I can recall these things when I'm feeling down. Because sometimes you feel so trapped in that story that's playing in your head. And it really is very easy to get out of it. But if you don't take action and you just sit in it, then it will totally consume you. And like it really is just as simple as changing, changing everything that's going on in your head, changing your surroundings, like just... If you're, if you're dealing with something, you know, you're working on an assignment or something and all this stuff's coming up and you're just like getting all this anxiety and your body's just like hurting and stuff. And you're just like, Oh my God, I'm about to freak the fuck out. Get up, go for a walk, call a friend, look at your smile file, look at all the great things that people say about you. You know, if you have any like accomplishments that you've achieved, like, figure out some way to document those different things and like look back at it, look at pictures of yourself, look at all kinds of like the smile file should, should just contain all kinds of things that really make you feel that make you smile. Right. That's why it's called the smile file. So that you look at it and you're just like in awe of yourself and you're proud of yourself and you really want to, yeah, just continue, continue on that path that you're on and it can definitely really help you to overcome whatever, you know, resistance you're dealing with in that moment. Dude, I'd say that's pretty much it. I really hate the way that these podcasts end up turning out. Like I have this idea in my head of like how it's going to go. It never quite goes that way. I have this idea of like this amazing flow that I'm going to have. And like, it's just going to sound so good. And like, so professional and informative and it really doesn't feel like it does at all. I hope you got something out of this. Um, I think that's my self-sabotage energy coming up again. 
And so I'm probably going to go do some of the things that I just suggested that you guys do. Yeah. Anyway, I'm super open to feedback. If anybody has any suggestions of what I can do to become better and to provide more valuable information or just anything that I can, that I can do on this platform to make it more valuable for you. I am more than open to that. So please reach out. I've got to get going. I am actually going to a treatment center right now to speak to the guys about sobriety and tell my story. And it's going to be great. Super nervous about it, but I always get that way. And like, dude, that resistance comes no matter what. If I listen to this stupid voice in my head, I'll just sit at home and I'll self-sabotage like crazy. So instead, I'm about to drive over to my sponsor's house. We're going to get in his car and we're going to go and we're going to talk to some people who are in rehab about what sobriety and awareness and a connection with our higher powers has helped us to uh, do in this life. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to drop this episode. I hope it's valuable. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Be Powerful podcast. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe so that you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you heard something during this episode that impacted you, please send it to a friend or loved one. And if you wouldn't mind, please leave a rating and review and let us know what you think of the show. It's a simple way to show your appreciation for the podcast. Also, please reach out to me personally. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on Instagram at bepowerful.life, or we just started an Instagram for the podcast, and that is the Be Powerful Podcast, and that's on Instagram. I appreciate you tuning in and spending your valuable time with me. I'll see you next week.